Uh, y'all already know what's going on. It's Lil Runny Mother F. And right now, you're locked and loaded with the Ballin' Beats podcast. Right here. Clout. Real people over here. Fake people over there. If I issue, don't tell. We just keep it all player. Counting money all day. I got dirt in my nails. It's money going everywhere. I just blow it, I swear. I'm throwing it up in the air. 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 Real people over here. Fake people over there. If I hit you, don't tell. We just keep it all player. I'm throwing it up in the air. 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 Count money all day. Dirt in my nails, yeah. money going everywhere. I just blow it, I swear. I'm throwing it up in the air. Like it's no elevator in the building, man. I know they going to stairs. That's cause they know I'm a player. Pockets full of cash made me sag, man. I had to throw on a belt. They wanna be me, but they cannot see me. It's just like I'm going in stealth. Hold up, I'm holding my breath. Cause I'm swimming deep inside your woman, then I just know it's gonna swear. I just hope she don't yell. Freaky chick hit the splits, handcuff me like I'm going to jail. Girl, you was blessed. So if I hit that, I'm not going to hell. Throwing it up in the air. I'm throwing it up in the air. I'm throwing it up in the air. I'm throwing it up in the air. Real people over here. Yo, welcome everybody back to another episode of the Ball and Beats podcast. Once again, I'm your host, B. Spence. Want to thank everybody for coming in and, and giving us another listen here. Uh, right now, I have an absolute great episode uh, coming up right now. Uh, I'm actually recording uh, live again here at Club Nirvana in Louisville, Kentucky in the Highlands. Have a very special guest. Uh, if you haven't heard any of his mu- music, you have have to have been under a rock right yeah, now. Yeah, like uh, all the music is always popping in the clubs. Uh, definitely a circle. Yes, sir. You, yes, you, sir. You, you cannot say you've never heard that track. Oh, uh, so today I got nobody other than uh, my man, Lil Ronnie Mother F. Yes, sir. What's going on? What's going on, family? Hey, man, I really appreciate you sitting down with me here for a second. No doubt. Uh, really appreciate it. Glad that you could make it here. Uh, definitely hope you do enjoy the time here in the city. Uh, with that, I know time is short. So let me go ahead and get into a couple of the questions. Let's get at uh, so, of course, just first off, uh, for people who have been living under a rock and really don't know too much about you or your music yet, mm-hmm. if you can just give me just, basically, everybody likes to know where everybody's from and just a little background about yourself. Man, my name is Lil Runny Mother F. I go by the name of Lil Runny Mother F. Mother F, Mother F, Mother F. Not just Lil Runny, it's Lil Runny Mother F. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas, the Lone Star. Texas, Dallas, Texas, Triple D, Texas. You feel what I'm saying? Man, I've been doing this music for about 12 years. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I done traveled across the whole country with this, man. Just doing this music, just just grinding, 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 grinding. Y'all don't understand the the process and the and the, and, the, and, the, and the time and and the sacrifices I done made for this, man. So I'm just still out here getting to it, man. That's how we ran into each other, man. You out here hustling too? I see you set up. We set up. Y'all, everybody looking at us right now. We set up. We just out here. We out here thugging with it right now. You feel me? So we we hustling. He hustling just like I'm hustling. You feel me? I heard, and, and so of course, you know, down down from Dallas, uh, 
I got nothing but love from Dallas. I got homeboys down there. Uh, another one just moved down. Shout out to Onyx, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yeah, time yeah. down there. I, I was just there last year. Uh, but to, just to piggyback, that's that's a good piggyback to me to get to the next question. Yes, sir. You, 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 you're a hard worker. You're working hard. And, you know, I know that you're working hard because, you know, I, I, I did some of my own research. Yes, sir. And, you know, I, I through some of that research, I saw that you actually put out 16 mixtapes before Circle. Yeah, popped off yeah, yeah, 16 sure. That's a lot of mixtapes I'm at 33 right now 33 Yeah If that ain't hard working I don't know what it is So what, you know what, what What is it about You that made you Work so hard Because that's a lot of Mixtapes before You even Before the big single Even popped off uh, See Circle was just A big single that popped off To, to, to break these um, How should I say it th- This region I mean back home I had, I had already been doing Paid shows Every weekend before Circle, probably three, four years prior to that. You see what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So Circle just went one of them records that um, I caught some of the first viral wave. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I even say the Circle was bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know that Circle's my song still to this day because it's still a classic. God bless me with it being a classic twerk record. You feel what I'm saying? And a classic twerk term. They don't say twerk no more. Female say I'm finna go throw this ass in the Circle like so. I, look, I, I, I thank God for that. And, uh, the 16 tapes, man, I just, I record every day. I don't care what's going on. I got to do something musically every day, you know what I'm saying? Because I always thought when I was younger, like, I, this is what I want to do. So I noticed that everybody that's on the road, I was watching the Lil Wayne documentaries. That's all they do. They rap. You know what I'm saying? You, you keep your blade sharpened. And so I started doing that, and I just started putting out so many projects, project, project, project. Um, I put out them, them projects. I was putting out so many projects basically because I didn't know the value in single yet okay. and having a single. So I was just putting out projects. I was like, man, I know people want to hear a, a bunch of stuff, but you got to have at least one for them to come and find you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I found out, you understand me? All right, let me do the single work. Then when I found out how to make singles, you feel what I'm saying? That's when I was, when I, that's when I was able to put it into projects. And now we bringing numbers into the projects that's listening. So like that first 16, that was cool, but that, that, that next 16, a, a fool. A fool, like you know what I'm saying. Got listeners, fans there, and they was coming out from the singles. You know what I'm saying. So I just found out the value of mixing both, and uh, I'm always gonna put out mixtapes. You know what I'm saying. I just like to put out projects. Uh, it, it don't even have to be an album. When they become that album time, man, that's pressure. That's that pressure yeah. for me because I'm a, <laughs> I, I'm my biggest critic. So when it comes to a, like an album, I'm, I'm most definitely gonna have pressure behind the diamond. You understand? Know we gonna create the diamond. You feel what I'm saying? And that's my method. We're going to create that diamond. We, we ain't worried about the pressure. We're going to create that diamond, though. Hey, I, man, that's hard, hard work I always get you there. Yes, sir. And speaking of the hard work, I know you said when, uh, you know, the success of Circle is what really jumped a lot of other things off. Right. And just speaking of the success of Circle, first of all, I got to say thank you for the song because oh, yeah. that's brought me a lot of joy in the club oh, yeah, myself, man. seeing I think, the I think every, to the women. Every man that love women <laughs> and they go out, I think that is it's, it's a blessing for everybody. I, it was a blessing. You know, I'm like a pastor. You know, he speak through me. You know what I'm saying? He spoke through me with that record. And we get these women loose out there on that dance floor. Okay. So let, let me ask you this. With with the success of Circle and just the you know it was the 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 the, the, the twerk song that they say, uh-huh. uh, do do you think that that has maybe 
has it pigeonholed you into making that type of record every time? Is that what people want or no? Have you been able to actually put out? Well, I don't want to say have you actually been able to be successful with different music because I like the different music yeah. because the uh, the the cool it now joint, right? You know that's that's my joint. You yeah. know I can't get enough of that, and, okay. I, and I know that's different than circle, right? But have you had any struggle with getting outside of that type of track? No, of circle? I actually haven't. But the, it, I wouldn't say it's a struggle. It's not even a struggle. What it is is the comparisons or the the, the platform at which the uh, how big the record get. Okay. I got a bunch of records that's not no twerk records, and they had two million views, a million views, and they they solid records. But it's the fact that Circle sent over there with 11 million, and that's what they're comparing it to. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Me, me personally, I know that when I go to do my shows and whatnot, my show set is not just twerk records. You know what I'm saying? We have a good time. We go, we go in and out. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we can go to New Year's resolution. We going, to, we going to up in the air. We going, we just making, we just, we just having a creating a moment. You know what I'm saying? And so I never felt um, with hell into doing just that kind of or genre of music. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like that song was a blessing because anywhere I go, they don't shut me out. They're like, all right, okay, that jam, let me hear something else. And then like, I got open ears at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. those open ears allow me to put some, some more of this good music that I got. And, and it's undeniable, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not too my own horn, but it's undeniable when you hear it. As long as I can get you to hear it, that's the thing. The focus is getting you to hear it. Once I get you to hear it, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Def definitely feel that. Uh, another another question I have for you, uh, and, and, and 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 I'm just very interested to see why, uh, because of course I've definitely done a little more research too, mm -hmm. uh, and it was that I, I I researched that you also had uh, uh, aspiration of a sports career. Yes, sir. Uh, so what was it that made you? Uh, you know, chase the the music career instead of your sports career because I know, and and, and actually this is why the podcast is sports and music because mm -hmm. you know all of the music stars want to be sports stars, all of the sports stars want to be music stars. So right. what? How did you pick between those two? See, what me was uh, when I found out that the music had nothing to do with me being in school. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. With the sports, uh, I, I I wouldn't say I was the best kid. You know what I'm saying? So. Especially in school, you know what I'm saying. So that kind of like I could be the, the best football player because I played football. I was running back. I could have been the best football player out there, but if I couldn't act right in my classes and keep my grades together, I wasn't playing. But when I left from the school and, and I wasn't playing, I can go to the studio. Yeah. No problem. They don't have no, no GPA. Uh, ain't no you need to make yeah. for the studio. Ain't no, ain't no. <laughs> yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? I didn't have to act a certain type of way for me to go get in the studio and go home, get in the studio, and bring that same stuff to the people that's going to be at them football games cheering. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's what made me realize, like, okay, I can still touch the same amount of people. I might have to grind a little harder, but it is what it is. But it makes it even that much sweeter once you get there. But, right, still to this day, I still, we do flag football on Mondays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man, we, we, we act up. You know, we go out there and we have fun, just stay in shape, man. You know, 26 now. I ain't in high school no more, man. I ain't go to no college. I ain't none of that. So this music, I'm on, I live out of bag. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the road every week. I live out of bag, so I got to do something to stay active and fit. So me and all my brothers, we still do the flag football back home. And it's just fun. You know what I'm saying? It's fun. You, you know, I still I still love the fact that I came and did music. But, you know what I'm saying? That, that's my first love, that football field, for sure. Okay, okay. 
Uh, now these couple, I'll probably uh, intertwine these two uh, a little bit uh, because, of course, with the you know the, the the Dallas rap scene, I might not know the most about it, but I know just a piece of it because uh, I remember guys like uh, probably more recently guys like Tum Tum. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think was it uh, was it DSR or GSR? It was DSR. Okay. Tum Tum was in DSR. I listened to a lot of that because when I when I was in college at uh, West Kentucky, one of my guys was from Dallas, and he put me onto a lot of that. Yeah. So with the Dallas rap scene, uh, what what kind of were the influences on you with the music? Uh, I mean, coming up, coming up in the, in, the, in the Dallas music scene, man, you you know you look at it being so big, but then once you you know, once you get to a certain plateau, you understand that it was uh. That, that the people that were hot wasn't content with where they was at. Basically, okay. basically, um, not saying, because it's like that in every city I go to, but, man, we really harsh out doing what we doing, you dig what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's smoking mirrors. Smoking mirrors, yeah. man, because the people that, once you find out, a lot of people that you listen to growing up, it was only hot in Dallas, not DSR. That was hot everywhere. It was a lot of people people that was only hot in Dallas, and then you didn't you didn't realize that till you started traveling. Like still to this day, it's a lot of hot artists right now in Dallas that you probably never even know of because they don't take their time or they don't take their efforts or sacrifice a little bit of they uh, 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 what they got going to come out here and bless y'all with the music that's hot out there. Which I feel like if you can get hot back home, you can get hot anywhere because home is gonna be the worst place to um, try to get your stuff popping. Cause people people hate you, and then that they hate you is because they seen you grind. They don't believe that somebody they know supposed to be this big. You know what I'm saying? So if you, I mean, you just gotta get more people out here. But the city look good right now. The city look good. Like right now, there's a lot of good good quality music in the city of Dallas, Fort Worth. I'm gonna say that the BFW look real good right now. Well, that, that is what's up. I, I feel the same way. I'm, I'm going to make sure to make me a trip back down there again. I enjoyed myself yes, when sir. I went. And uh, uh, let me go ahead. I'm going to have to wrap this up. They're they giving me to wrap it up real quick. Uh, so, once again, uh, definitely want to thank you for sitting down and giving Appreciate me a time you, to brother. ask you a couple Appreciate of questions. Uh, please keep on coming back to the city, man. We love your music. We, we jamming it out every, every weekend, That's every love. day, every night. That's love, that's love. Make sure y'all, when you're listening, make sure you follow me at all social media. It's at Lil Runny Mother Up. That's L-I-L-R-O-N-N-Y-M-O-T-H-A-F. I said L-I-L-R-O-N. By the time you get there, I'll be the first thing to pop up, man. That's your Christian Mingles. That's your um, black people meeting. I'll just follow real. <laughs> real. All right, man. Everybody, thanks for tuning in, listening again. Y'all have a good one. We'll catch you on the next one. Yeah.
Charlie in the double cup. Me and my people don't fight fair. We'll jump you, we'll double dutch. Diamonds dancing on my neck the way I'm itching on them, they think I got bubble guts. Bought another form whipping, they didn't see it coming like a sucker punch. I'm about to wreck, you should buckle up. Causing a fender bender. I'm a dog, just put me in the kennel. She let me be just like an instrumental. You say you real, well, I didn't get the memo. I'm one of a kind and you really stenciled. I'm so right, go and get the pencil. I'm so right and all you do is scribble. Ha, <laughs> yeah. I'm on the island like Gilligan. I got your chick trying to get me that just for a signature. Funny, they really looking at me sinister. Pistol on me, it ain't visible. Heard around town that he looking for me. Well, here I go like mystical. Then I snap chat his chick, then you know she snap back no vinegar. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yo, welcome back, everybody. Appreciate everybody tuning in again here. Another episode of the Ball and Beats podcast. Once again, I am your host, B. Spence. I'm actually recording here today uh, live at Club Nirvana, Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I've got two very special guests here with me today. Uh, definitely is going to be a great show. Uh, so everybody, please stay checked in and enjoy it. Uh, first guest, we'll go ahead and talk about here. It's a guy that I've known. has been I know he's been DJing for a good motorcycle outside. Yeah. All right. So I know he's been DJing, as far as I know, for at least 15 years. I know when I went to uh, WKU, uh, down there, I know he's been DJing since then. Uh, definitely uh, uh, another part of uh, uh, the Allegiance group. Uh, definitely same same group that we had from DJ Equip from episode three. Uh, who I'm talking about is none other than my man DJ Slick. What's going on, brother? What up, what up, what up? What's happening? Ain't nothing much. I, I appreciate you being here on the podcast with me today, man. Man, I appreciate you having me. And my uh, apologies for being tardy today. Hey, man, it's all good, man. We all... Uh, you know what? I was gonna make a little joke, but it's all right. I keep it to myself. God is working on all of us. <laughs> we are we are urban, so it's all good. All right. So and, and definitely, uh, I, I, I roped in uh, another guest DJ here with us here in the next episode of the podcast. Uh, you will hear him a lot of places, everywhere. He's making a lot of moves. Uh, hear him on the radio a whole lot, and I let him uh, tell us a little bit more about that too. We got nobody other than DJ Empty Beats on here with us. Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on, man? First of all, I want to say thank you for having me. You know, having <laughs> us, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy because it seems like me and this guy can't move without each other right now. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the power moves and everything, man, I'm telling you, man, a lot of them wouldn't be possible without my guy right here next to me. So we're going to make sure this show is interesting, fun, and dope, all right? Exactly. And I'm, 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 I'm ready for it. So we, we, we definitely going to get there. And it's going to be a, a definitely dope episode. Uh, so uh, what I want to start out with, uh, go ahead. Let, let me ask you, Slick, uh, if you would. Uh, we talked about it a little bit uh, with DJ Equip on the previous episode. But I want you to get a little bit more in-depth on explaining what the allegiance is, what your role was with it, and uh, also just a little bit about uh, – the merchandise that you also have as well. Okay. Um, well, the Allegiance is a collective of um, of people, not just DJs, but anybody dealing with music. We have uh, producers. Uh, we got record execs. We have um, all types of people. Anybody, any kind of way connected with uh, music, graphic designers, uh, anything you could think of. All those people are in the time to um, just basically like push the culture forward, like in our area. That's what we're doing. So we got 60-plus uh, members right now. And um, you know what I'm saying? We just we just pushing, man. It's a collective. I am the uh, CEO of uh, if 
of the business, I guess is what you say. I, I kind of the CEO <laughs> sounds kind of strange because it makes it seem like I think I'm uh, above something or whatever. But we all, everybody, everything is an even playing field, man. And everybody pushes and holds each other accountable. It's a, it's a dope thing that we do. That is what's up. That is what's up. And and you also got the KY raised. Uh, yeah, I have a uh, I have a clothing line called KY Raised. Been doing for um, six years maybe. Um, and uh, it's just been pushing. And I uh, used to have a uh, a company called uh, Raise Tees where we had other states. Um, but uh, I recently sold that piece of the business. Uh, so, But I still have KY Rays, so you'll see the KY Rays stuff everywhere and still pushing. And we do uh, community events attached to KY Rays. We do parties and events and all sorts of things uh, connected to that brand. That is what's up, and 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 I also have some some of that uh, clothing myself. You know, I support everybody. Yeah, I, make I sure everybody support that. me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let me throw it over to throw it over to Empty Beats. Yo, yo. Uh, go ahead and let everybody know um, where they'll hear you the most as a DJ in regards to radio play. Uh, when it comes to radio play, uh, you can check me out on the number one station. You know what I'm saying? The numbers did just come back. You're definitely <laughs> number one. You know, uh, two is not a winner and three nobody remembers, man. So, you know what I'm saying? B96.5 is definitely where you can catch me at, 5 o'clock, uh, primetime slot, man. Usually when people are getting off work, I'm making sure you get home safe, but also having a party in your car, at your cubicle, whatever you're doing at that time, man. Um, um that's pretty much it, man. B96.5 and any club that's paying some money, man, I'm definitely in the building, too. <laughs> that is what's up. That is what's up, man. Uh, uh, so uh, wh- what I want to ask, and, and, and I'll put this to both of y'all real quick, too, uh, and, and it's just whoever wants to, you know, answer this one first, is what 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 has been your most memorable uh, DJ gig that you've ever done? Like, just... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Just off the chain, wild, crazy. As weird, because it's probably going to be the same. <laughs> we probably going to say the same thing. Definitely. Hey, well, well let me know, man. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll speak on it, man. Uh, this year, 2017, we are now on uh, International DJs, man. Uh, shout out to Power to Exhale, Miss Charlotte Young. She has a company that we travel with. Um, they went to Punta Cana this year, man. We probably was on probably one of the biggest platforms that either one of us has been on. Not saying that we haven't DJed for more people, but, you know what I'm saying, being elevated in a pool that was five feet deep with a stage on top of where we was already elevated and looking down and there's nothing but about 1,500 women in swimsuits Man, having a good time. Listen, I was keeping my eyes on the prize. I was—I don't know anything about the such. I just was there. And <laughs> hey, look, I ain't mad at you, boss, boss man. I ain't mad at you. But see, the dope thing about it is, like, when I opened up the podcast, I sat there and spoke about um, the power moves that we did made. But, um, like, there was actually a time at this party where a DJ came to us and was like, man, just go raw. You know what I'm saying? Like, play dirty music. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? My dumb behind, I follow suit. <laughs> man, the thing about it, man, this brother got so <laughs> much. I got so much respect for this guy because every cuss word that was coming out, I was wondering why I wasn't hearing it. It was because his <laughs> finger was on the censor button. Yeah, we're not there pressing. There. You're not and messing up the, the church's money. <laughs> he sat there and looked at me and was like, bro, I'm not about to let you mess this up. Nah. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just dope that, you know what I'm saying, when you got somebody like that, in your corner that's willing to push you and make sure, like, yo, 
Whenever we down, you know what I'm saying? Whenever you down, I'm going to lift you up. When he's down, I'm going to lift him <laughs> up, man. Like, dead serious. And that's how the allegiance thing works, man. Like, we do that. But just like my brother, but, you know what I'm saying, even the cats that's new and new to the scene, man, we reach out to everybody and do everybody like that, man. When Straight you up. hold people accountable, man, you will, you will be surprised at the things that they could accomplish when they feel like somebody's helping them or motivating them. Straight up. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Hey, man, that's that sounds. Hold on, like before we go any further, man. What's up with this Donnie Simpson voice you got going on right now? Hey, man, I don't, I don't know a little about no Donnie Simpson voice. This is my voice, my man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It, go, it goes through the microphone. Maybe it just smooths out like caramel. You know there what I'm saying? right there. Okay, I'm going to start talking like this. <laughs> show yes. Hey, I'm not talking like that. I don't know what y'all. Yes, yeah, okay. <laughs> All, right, let's carry on. All right, so let me let me ask I'm gonna ask y'all another question, and I, and I've always this is a question that I've had like for a very very long time oh, yeah. because I know that uh, the the the, the DJing game and, and the mixing and scratching has come a long way for uh, over the past few decades. So I I know that it, it started out with vinyl and now it's basically all digital now. Mm-hmm. So I, I just wanted to ask you guys. You know, what do you think would be the pros and cons of the vinyl versus the pros and cons of it being digital? The the vinyl, the look is ten times better. I mean, it looks better to see somebody oh, yeah. on some twelve hundreds and flipping records and you know digging through crates and you can see the actual action. I mean, that's I'm pretty sure what both of us grew up looking at the DJ doing. Oh, yeah, because that's um, definitely what I like. And yeah. I, I specifically remember you using vinyl still at WKU when yeah. you were DJing. Definitely, 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 and um. But um, I mean that the look of it all and the feel of it all. It's more or you know it's hand. I mean of course it's hands on, but you know what I'm saying. It's it's all about that one record. You get a record that's real thick, and it's hard to move. Or you get that one record that's real thin and it moves too fast and you slip mats. And you know what I'm saying. It's just like it's it's like a bunch of different things that you have to take into consideration when you're doing that. And then the people are watching a real show. Um, but on the flip side, I mean. I don't have to carry crates anymore, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I mean, that that's a big ordeal, man, and you have access to a lot of different things. But, I mean, that's my end of it. I mean, I, I'll piggyback off that, man. I feel the same way he does. Uh, I didn't really get into DJing to the CDJ era. Mm. So, the vinyl thing, I missed the whole thing. But I do got a set of 1200s, <laughs> and I do get busy on them. You know what I'm saying? I'll let you know that right now. But, uh the pros and cons from the digital side is everybody and anybody can become a DJ right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, think about it. When people was carrying around a bunch of crates, when you had to carry around, like, 100-pound speakers, all this equipment and all that other stuff, man, wasn't too many people interested in being a DJ. We always thought it was cool but didn't have the money to actually invest in all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Where now all you need is, like, a 200-dollar thing, controller and a, a laptop and then a couple songs and – Hey, you're a DJ. Just a laptop and Wi-Fi. That's it. Yeah, yeah, because you really don't even need the controls. You, it's app, you know, programs you can get to do it. Like it's one you can download to your cell phone. Yep. Yeah. And I don't, I don't knock. I mean, some of it's kind of ridiculous, but I'm not gonna be one of those cats that look like I'm the dinosaur saying, "Man, it's it's not the same." Whenever we, it's not the golden age. Like, I mean, so what? But you know what I'm saying? Things change, man. It's all about what you can do with it. If you can work that cell phone to make it sound like. I do with some 1200s, then cool. Do your thing. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I've I've always been a huge fan of the people who can rock the vinyl. Like, I just feel like that. That's a lot of skill. It's a. I, I just now I could be wrong because I'm not a DJ, 
but I feel like that's a lot more skill involved than uh, than a digital. Of course, with it being digital, you're still gonna have to have skill and get your timing right and fade in, fade out, get your right stuff. Well, see, but I think it's that much harder with the vinyl. My thing is, if you ever notice, man, a lot of these DJs will go in on a controller. They used to go in on CDJs. When you put vinyl in front of a lot of DJs, a lot of DJs freeze up because, first of all, you got a controller and a CDJ. The platter doesn't move. You know what I'm saying? You can be as heavy-handed as you want to yeah. with that thing. The CD's not going to skip or nothing like that. But with vinyl, you got to worry about, man, you got a little needle on a record or whatever. So I basically compare vinyl to, like, a female's breast or whatever. That's me. You got to be gentle with it. You can't be heavy-handed or nothing like that. So a lot of these guys are real heavy-handed. So when it comes to them DJing, they're scared of 1200s because they don't know how to use them. They're not used to that platter moving. They're not used to that needle bouncing up and down. And they weak. <laughs> For better words, they DJ just weak. Yeah, you got you to gotta finesse it, man. It, it's, it's definitely a, a different type of uh, feel. So you got to make it work. Well, what's up, man? I, I appreciate that feedback there. Uh, so what we do? What we're gonna take one quick, uh, one quick break, and we'll be right back with more of the Ball and Beast podcast. Yo, what up? It's your boy DJ Slick, man. You know they call me the Mayfield beginner, bowling representing Louisville Records, spinning mixtape, Iron Man, and all that. But right now, it's not about me. It's about my dog B Spence in the Bowling Beast podcast, man. If you're not paying attention to this, what are you doing with your life, man? It sucks, and you are not informed on the things that are happening in life. So pay attention, man. DJ Slick, we out here. It's another one. I got that juice, juice. New AP. She got that juice, juice, juice. She got that squeeze, squeeze. She got that wet, wet. I'm on them skis. I got that drip, drip. I'm overseas. B R I P P I N G. I got that V V S I C E. Oh, oh, oh. like a cooler. Juice, blabbing on my jeweler. I got stones on my neck, ooh, blood on my set, ooh, water on my wrist, drip, put glitter on my cheek, my ex was a waitress, so I gave that a tip, ooh, my ex got a lame, now she working double shifts, no juice, my money ain't the same, you a lame, get it clear, ooh, I did 10 million in months, not a year, juice, I get 50 racks in the club to a pill, juice, I blew two mil on my dog for a pill, I got that juice, new AP, she got that juice, juice, juice. She got that squeeze, She got that wet, wet, wet. I'm on them skis. I got that drip, drip. I'm overseas. B R I P P I N G. I got that V V S I C E. Oh, oh, oh. like a cooler. Juice, living on my jewel. Hey, juice. Bright banana, put fresh out the runway. Monkey head, think y'all all babes. Wow. If I see you Juice. on speech, Juice. mow my Cardi B. Show they got that night night, put your sleep. And my label say I got the juice. juice. Hold up. Hey, yo, got it. Who out hot is you? Little boy talking money, know that too much juice. You may see me with security, but no, I'm the one shooting. I've been a boss all my life. I made a millionaire or two. You may see me in a coupe with the disappearing roof. I had packs, I got plaques. You get tax for the juice. If you ask, you get facts. I'm in sex with your boo. I got that juice. No AP. She got that juice. All right, everybody. Thanks for chilling for that quick break. Uh, we're right back here now with more of the Ball and Beats podcast. Again, I got my two guests here. I got DJ Slick and I got DJ Empty Beats. Uh, we're going to hop into some of, these, uh, some of these music topics. And the first one that I want to go ahead and touch on is going to be the Eminem uh, Cypher Freestyle 
that was on uh, was it the BT Hip Hop Awards or just a regular BT Awards? BT Hip Hop Awards. Okay, BT Hip Hop Awards. Every year they do the cipher with the freestyles, and this year uh, the one that exploded was the Eminem freestyle. Uh, so before I, I talk about how I feel about it, I want to hear you guys' opinions on that Eminem freestyle, if y'all had a chance to listen. First off, how is it an award show that they only give away 3.5 awards through the whole thing? <laughs> you know, that's that's a good question, you know. And I'm sure y'all, you know what I'm saying, y'all y'all movers and shakers probably got contacts at BT, so y'all can probably ask them. <laughs> oh, dude, actually, I mean, look. Your man, don't don't. Uh, yeah, okay. I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Your guy still work with BT, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but um, but yeah. So, I mean, it was dope what he did. I like that he used his platform. You know what I'm saying? He used his platform to bring some awareness. I mean, I'm not gonna pretend like it was the craziest bars I ever heard, or he spit the the you know the most profound thing I've ever heard but I mean it was cool it did its purpose and you know people got to use their platform to help out and he definitely brought a lot of awareness so I mean I commend him for that he didn't have to because he could have just stayed like he been and not say anything so but he does have an album coming out (laughs) so I mean y'all please don't think that everything is for the people what, what, what do you think, bro? I think what he did was dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, am I a real big Eminem fan? I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Uh, dude can rap like a mug, but some of the content that comes out of his mouth, man, like I don't necessarily agree with it because I don't want to kill my mother. I don't want to beat up my, my baby mother, my wife. I don't want to kidnap my kids and all that other stuff. I didn't grow up in a trailer park and all that other stuff. And, I mean, all the man does is tell a story. Now, I will say that he can rap. He can rap. If he rap like he does on Renegade every time, I would appreciate Eminem's music more. But when I hear two trailer parks, girls going around me outside and all that other stuff, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, what he did that night, man, um, it was dope. I wish uh, some of our other big icons in the music industry would have also utilized that platform to, um, you know what I'm saying, like make a stand for something. Kendrick, I know he did it in, uh, I think, was it the M- the VMAs, I believe, he did it. Uh, Kendrick what, is one of those. You mean when he came out with the the prison jumpsuit on or something uh, like that? Yeah, I don't know which one it was. Maybe but, it, was, it might have been the American Music Awards. It was one it of them. Been. Kendrick did try to do it, but him. Um, one thing that I did like is that um, when he was like, "Yo, if you support uh, Donald Trump, something about this line." And you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that bar was dope to me. That was dope. But the delivery and all that other stuff, uh, wasn't too much of a fan about it. But I'm just glad that he did use that platform to, you know what I'm saying, basically do what he did. And does he have asthma or something? Why was he breathing so hard? It was passion, man. man. All right, look. So, let, let me, so let's hear, yeah, let's let, hear your let, piece let, of it. Let, let me give you what, what, what I'm thinking about it, okay? All right. Now, I, I, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm preface it. Uh, with some information about my my Eminem fandom, okay. Oh Lord. So I was the biggest Eminem fan for his second and third albums. You know, the first album, Slim Shady LP, I couldn't get with it. Marshall Mathers LP was was dope. I feel like it was a classic. The Eminem show was dope. I feel like it was a classic. Everything after that, absolute garbage. You didn't like the Every show? App. I liked it, the Eminem show. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Marshall Mathers LP and Eminem show. Okay. Uh, uh, top-notch dope albums to okay. me. Everything after, absolute garbage. Right, okay. I love it, everyone. So I've not been the biggest fan for a while. So when when, when I finally listened and, and heard the freestyle, 
I thought that like everybody else, the content was cool, what he was talking about. But to me, that freestyle was absolute garbage. Mm. It, w- it was just horrible to me. Like I saw everybody on social media. Oh, my God. Eminem just went off and did this and that. But I listened to it and I was like, this is like garbage. It's terrible. Like the flow was garbage. The delivery was garbage. The timing with his punchlines was garbage. And like Slick was alluding to, it sounded like he was running out of breath after every four bars. It was like I didn't like anything about it except for the content. And if it's if it's not pleasing to the ears, the content doesn't matter. Right. Like it just doesn't. If you can't enjoy listening to it, I'm not listening to it. It's a wrap. I think the breathing part was all about his delivery, though. You know what I'm saying? Like he just wanted to let y'all know that he was passionate about it. It's kind of like in an MC battle. You know what I'm saying? You never know what you're gonna get. You never know what you're gonna see. And whatever to make, whatever it takes to sell something, man. You know what I'm saying? Like him breathing hard, let us think that yo he means what he's saying right now man. i'm glad that worked on your dope 16 ears because i my my regular <laughs> battle rap experience guy ears i didn't hear that yeah I, it, it sounded like a, a a old guy who really isn't in good shape to freestyle anymore <laughs> that's what not, it sounded like he's to not me. big so he shouldn't have been breathing that hard maybe and he's, he was and, he, and he's like 40 something yeah maybe so, that's why he was breathing hard Hey man, sometimes it's time to give it up. Nah, nah he ain't that. He ain't like that. Live, I mean, live freestyles like that. Sometimes it's time to give it up. I mean, record in the studio, get what you can get done. But that stuff was just garbage. Nah, he's, I, his, I couldn't get with it. Didn't his last album go like diamond or something? Or didn't he have a la- a diamond album all, somewhere? All I'm just saying he's not gonna give it up because why? All what? of his albums sell millions. Yeah. So why give it up? Uh Man, that's a good question. We, we, we go on to something else then, because I go forever on me. So, uh, what? What also we got? We got Young Dolph is is out here merchandising now. So of of course you know he had the incident where his car got shut up. Uh, what was that like when the car got shot? Up, what was that a hundred times they shot it? Yeah, yeah. And then of course he actually got shot this time recently out in L.A. Uh-huh. So now he is selling bulletproof flat jackets. Mm. So, what? I mean, what? What? What does you guys take on that? My thing is, if that bulletproof flap jacket is anything like a truck that took a hundred rounds, <laughs> why not invest in it? You know what I'm saying? Man, we be in the club. I might need one of them. <laughs> hey, they man. make them in big boy sizes. I need that. If if I'm in a club where people need them, I don't need to be in that club, man. That's I'm right. not. A, I'm not about that kind of life no more. That used to be cool for me back in the day, but. Running for your uh-uh. life, man. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't with that no more, man. It used to be cool, but nah, I I can't get that. But I mean, obviously, it's a marketing ploy mm-hmm. yeah. because I think he's probably gonna come out with a mixtape or another album or something like that. Of so, course, uh, it'll be out um, in a week or something. Fact, didn't he just drop a Did record? He drop this week? Nah, he, Did he just drop dropped a new the, record. He dropped a new record, but he got a the mixtape comes next week. Okay, okay. Next week. so 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 clearly this is to aid the yeah, the music. Why not, uh, man? Why I'm not, not the I'm not the biggest fan of of doing this kind of stuff to help promote an album. I like for music to speak for itself, but it works, so people are gonna keep doing it all the time. I mean, you look at the Fifty Cents of the world. You know, he's done that for a long time. Whenever he's got an album coming out, and a lot of people feel like Kanye does that too. But I don't know. I, he he might just be a little crazy. I don't know if he's doing that for album sales. But I mean, bulletproof flat jackets. You gonna you gonna order you one? Nah, probably not. You know what I'm saying? How much I, they cost? I, I try to stay out of uh, high risk places, so I don't need one. Yeah, it seems like it's 
it's also a such thing as bringing stuff on yourself. Like, come on, man. Yeah. You, you laughed about being shot at, at and not getting shot, and now you shot. You know what I'm saying? It did, you know. I mean, whatever the market employee is, make it work. But I just don't want to wear anything like that. I feel like that's bringing that energy towards me. I'm cool. I, I agree with you, man. I, I don't think it's the right energy, but, you know, whatever works for you for your marketing, get it done. More power to you. Get the bag. And how heavy is it, though? I don't know. I it's got to be heavy. I've personally never worn a bulletproof uh, <laughs> jacket or vest or anything, so I don't know. I picked up a vest before. I never put one on, but I picked it up and it's heavy. Yeah, Super heavy. Like uh, what is it? The uh, the weight vest or whatever people work out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We went to the uh, can I? We went to the strip club <laughs> in New York, and we, we was in we was in the uh, line. The guy, the security guy's bulletproof vest was so big that it was like hitting him in the chin. Like, it was huge. And I said, why is your vest so big? He said, do you know how much money comes in and out of here on the regular? He was like, you think somebody's going to come rob this with a little gun or a big gun for this vest? I'm like, dang, I guess you're right. Probably a pretty big one. And I had a bad joke for that, and I I kept it to myself because I don't want to lose listeners. But maybe I'll tell y'all after we're done recording. All right. Um. So, all right, I, I hit a couple quick hits real quick before we end this, end this segment. Uh, Tyrese is coming out with a rap album real soon. He says his rap album is going to save hip-hop. First off, his name is Black Ty when he's rapping, so get it right. <laughs> My bad, bro. Respect. Uh, <laughs> no disrespect. Tyrese Brandon himself. Respect the brand. Nah, man, that is, that's weird strange. Don't you think? It's, yeah. Because I remember when he did the, I forget what the name of the album was, when it was uh, two discs. One was the R&B and another one was the hip-hop when he first did the black tie. And it was pretty garbage. And I'm pretty much expecting the same thing from him this time. But I don't know. He said this got inspired by Jay-Z and the sound of Dr. Dre, something like that, man. Hey, what, what, what do you think, E.B.? What do you think, bro? Um, I mean... The way the music industry is is now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think anything is possible with anybody, man. You know what I mean? Uh, he's definitely got the social media presence. He's got the female following. And uh, Tyrese has touched a lot of stuff and been successful with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, now, is he going to save hip-hop? First uh, of all, does hip-hop need saving? Not from him. I mean, it ain't even that. I think well, hip-hop. from him. Hip-hop has its own scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, rap and hip-hop is two totally different things. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the stuff we hear on radio is rap. You know what I'm saying? But there's some people, you take, like, the J. Coles, you take, like, the, I mean, the list goes on. That's people that tour the world, you know what I'm saying, without any radio play at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They got a cult following, and I think that's what you call hip-hop right there. You know what I'm saying? It's the people that got the boom-bap drums. You probably still got a person that's up there for some reason. All hip-hop artists got to when they rap or whatever. But these are the shows that are selling out. You know what I'm saying? Like the when they run promos, it's not even on radio and stuff like that. Like, it's crazy. So, uh, currency, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah, he tours come on, forever. Dude. Doesn't have a song forever. on radio at all. But the thing about it, like, when you take the Wiz Khalifa type of vibe, and I guess you can call them, like, weed artists, I guess. Is it, can you say that? Does that exist? Yeah, I guess they so. weed yeah. artists, man. Like they tore off of talking about weed, pretty much. One hundred percent. But uh, yeah, that's true. But 
I mean, Tyrese ain't saving nothing. But I'll tell you like this, man. There's <laughs> so many different branches. Like, hip-hop, music industry is one big tree, man. There's so many different branches that has to do with that tree. You can't really put everything and just be like, yo, that's hip-hop. Yo, that's rap. Yo, that's mumble rap. Yo, that's crunk music. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's so many different branches, man. So, snap music, all that other stuff, it's all different branches of the same genre of music. I want... But, I wanna would this song be considered snap music that uh you remember the the, the K Wang with his song Kid would that be considered snap music or something different? Nah, it's more Stealth. I don't know, that's just Miami Bounce. music. That's yeah, that's Miami it's an old bass sound, kinda. Cause that was cause that was my joint. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Down down at WK you were. So if I play that right now, man, you, you know, know what I'm saying? I was the K Wang champion. He's gonna wang he's gonna K Wang in a whole circle around the club. They got the K Wang circle going around the club, man. I'm <laughs> hey, I swear they leading. didn't do that at Western. Hey, he's leading. I was I was in the front. He, of was, the a, line. he was the one that got behind him, man. <laughs> They, they held this, the girls held the <laughs> shoulder. Like, yeah. Oh, yo, go, go this way. Hey, hold on. Let me stop. I got have me doing it in the chair right now. <laughs> it, it almost got me. I, I ain't going to let y'all do it. To me. Nope, not hey, today. I would, nah, it was it, though. But yeah, man. Uh, uh, so let's see. One, one more quick thing with the music. It's I, I was kind of, I don't want to say I was upset about it, but I, I was a little sad that, that Cardi B's Bodak Yellow uh, wasn't number one on the Billboard charts anymore. Uh, it was overtaken by Post Malone's Rockstar song, which I don't think is a bad song, but I would still have liked to see Cardi B stay at number one for forever just for the culture because I rocks with Cardi B. And that uh, song. Donald Trump is the president. No, I mean. Oh, she couldn't, be up, she couldn't be up there for too long. Hey, man, you get your little <laughs> second, and then we can't be. Once he figured out what was going on, he was like, nope, not doing it, no. See, the Sad thing about the Bodak Yellow record, man, like, honestly, it's dope that it was number one for as long as it was because you look at that, you even just listen to that type of record. Like, records like that don't usually become number one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. It's true. Like, that's straight. That's like Scotty, uh, FBA, I mean, uh, what's his name? D4L. Uh, D4L Scotty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if it wasn't for the support that, that uh, I guess you can say that was on social media and just her following or whatever, like, that's dope that she was able to reach that number one spot. Now, that Post Malone record, man, it tripped me out about that because I actually like the record. Yeah, and, and I, I like it, too. the record's dope. I like it, too. It went up the charts pretty quick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it went up the charts real quick, it, but, I mean, when you got one, quick. you got one. Uh, shout out to Post Malone. You know, he's all right, man. I, I rock with him a little bit. Uh, so what we do, we're going to take one more quick uh, – one more quick break, and we'll be right back with more of the Ball of Beast podcast. What's happening? It's your man, DJ Empty Beast, and right now you're listening to Ball and Beast podcast. We're going to number one, player. You know what I'm saying? Keep it right here, man. Uh, no, 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 no. Huh. Oh, yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Girls, 
feeling Enjoying my life chilling When you was in your feeling She wanted me winning And you discovered too many problems There's too many hotties For me to sit for too many hours It's no logic Back then they didn't want me Now they be stressed out Valuable lesson learned To all the women who messed out A little too grown To be in church with your breasts out Move my new hope across street from my ex out Petty Got my eye on it like Fetty The same woman this Be the same ones who ready The same ones Kirby The same ones be texting But now I'm just flexing Ty, I'm just flexing For real Got all these girls All these girls Got all these girls On my bumper All these girls All these girls All these girls On my bumper Baby, pull up on me, baby, pull up on me, baby, pull up on me. I've been driving reckless, beat the VVS's in my new rolling. Back up, up, do the one. You know I run it up on my baby. Damn, damn, damn. You look better than you do on the ground. Back it up on me like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Got away like, When you do it, no hands Back it up on me like, whoa Then I gotta go Battle to the floor, but you know Got all these girls All these girls Got all these girls On my bones All right, all right Thanks for bearing with us for this last break Welcome back to the Bottom of Beach Podcast uh, Now we're gonna get into Just a couple of our uh, Sports topics here uh, first of all, it's one, it's one thing I like to start off with. Uh, let's see, uh, Jeremy Lin, basketball player for the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came out with a new hairstyle, decided to get dreadlocks. Uh, so when he came out with the dreadlocks, uh, Kenya Martin had some comments about it. You know, what is he doing? You know, he wants to be black. You know, you don't need the dreadlocks, what have you. Uh, Jeremy Lin came back and was basically like, well, you know, you've got uh, Chinese tattoos all over your body. You're basically doing the same thing. They're basically accusing each other of doing some cultural appropriation or borrowing from the culture. Yeah. Uh, so let me go ahead uh, get y'all's opinion on that. And how you feel about that? Like who who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? Are they both right or are they both wrong? Um, a little bit. King was probably like um. 85% wrong. If that's not a black person that probably didn't look at Jeremy Lin and say, man, what the, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> in, in our actuality, like he did his due diligence and, and you know, did some research and, and made sure, you know, he did what he's supposed to do. But King didn't know that. And he just speaking off the top of the head. And, you know, when you're in front of the public long enough and you talk long enough, you're going to say something that people don't understand or rubs people the wrong way. And that's what happened. Man. But yeah. I mean, but. I mean, the hairstyle, it's not flattering. It ain't like he came out looking like, you know what I'm saying? Like he was just like, ah, man. He was like, man, Jeremy Lin got the dreads popping. Like, nah, G. Like, it just looks kind of strange. But, I mean, to each his own, man. Do your thing. What what do you think, brother? Uh, About about, about Jeremy Lin getting these dreads and Kenya Martin throwing shade at him for it. Man, you know what's crazy is I don't even know what you're talking about. That's the funny thing about it. Oh, you never saw that in the news? I have no clue, man. Like, to be honest, I'm a person that do not watch TV. You oh, know what I'm saying? Uh, I keep up with social media just a little bit. But yeah, talking about the Jeremy Lin, the Chinese guy. Yeah. yeah. What do he say? He's got dreads. 
He got He's got dreads. dreads. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that, that tackle this funny bone a little bit. Jeremy Lin got dreads. Yeah, Keith yeah. Martin told him that he was trying to be black. So, I mean, yeah. guy can hoop, man. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, why not give him, his, let him do his thing, man? You know what I mean? Why not? I don't, I don't, I don't really think it's a big deal, man. Uh, I, I can see if it was an instance of him trying to do this just to be selfish and try to push himself for gain, you know, then that's the, 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 the then that's going to come in as like the cultural appropriation. When you look at people like somebody like Katy Perry or Miley Cyrus, to me, in my opinion, I don't want to speak for y'all, where they came into the, tried to come into the hip hop world to try to advance them. And once they got to where they needed to be, well, oh, I'm not, I don't want to be involved with this no more. Well, see, the perfect that's example cool. is Kid Rock. Kid Rock man, came in the game first rapping or whatever. I'm going to have another episode where I really get into Kid Rock. <laughs> where I really get, because I'm. Because he's, he's a little strange. His his uh, feelings for the rebel flag bother me. Ooh, Especially man. if you're from Detroit. What does that rebel bro. flag have anything to do with you? You are from like the the northest of the north, bro. Of the north, bro. <laughs> right. Like the northest of the, the north. top. Like Canada's oh, your neighbor. Man. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to get another time to get on that guy. But yeah, so I mean, as long as it's it's in, in appreciation, man, there's nothing wrong with Jeremy Lin wearing those dreads, man. Let let them shine, man. You know we are, you know I'm in a free band game, you know too with my dreads That's and right. everything. You know I'm I'm gonna reach out to Jeremy Lin. You know <laughs> we gonna get us some uh uh, uh what did uh what your boy say? Uh, we gonna get us some mouths and some yak, and we just gonna That's sit right. back yeah. and talk, You know what I mean? Next you got a song out there. Yak. Uh, let me see uh, uh, another joint. Uh, go ahead and talk a little bit about if people remember. Uh, it may have been last year uh, when uh, tennis player James Blake. Uh, he was out, you know, just standing out in front of a hotel. Police officers mistook him for somebody else who was committing credit card fraud. They just ran up out of nowhere, tackled him to the ground. They eventually talked it out, got through it. Uh, but now that police officer who tackled him to the ground is suing him for a defamation of character now. So he actually has the gall to sue this guy that he actually did racially profile and tackle to the ground and tried to arrest. Now he's trying to sue him. Wow. Man, the world is crazy, man. I, I might date myself, but it remind me of when I was little, we used to read Amelia Bedelia books where she would just literally do whatever was happening and it's just crazy and and you was used to that i feel like i'm living amelia badia's life and i walk outside and the strangest things happen and it's okay i second that <laughs> it's weird man how can you i mean i don't know because i get super passionate about this police thing um one of the things that a lot of people don't know about me and probably eb probably don't even know but my father was killed by the police so 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 even like all that stuff is sensitive to me. So anybody um, dealing with a situation like that, man, it's rough because you scared. Everybody's everybody's scared. You don't understand what's happening. The policeman's scared. The person's scared. You know what I'm saying? It's just like so much, so much going on at one time, and then for him to turn around and try to make some money off of. His mistake is ridiculous. exactly, you know that's that's a that's a glaring example of the buzzword that a lot of people don't like to hear, but it's definitely an example of of, of what we call as white privilege, you know. And, and oh, so you know, uh, it's really not too much more to actually say about that, how, uh, other than how ridiculous it is to where you actually did racially profile this guy and tackle him to the ground, and then you're suing him because he called a spade a spade. It's kind of like you being a leader of the free country. And 
people are performing mm-hmm. hate crimes and marching with tiki torches and talking about <laughs> this, that, and the other, and they're good people. But Kaepernick takes a knee, and he's a SOB. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Such is life, bro. That's that's. I mean, that's that's the world we live in. That's why you know, people sometimes got to take a stand for something. You know, I, I'll do what little bit I can do, and you know, which is why we really don't have any NFL topics. I'm not. I'm not watching the NFL this year. I'm not either. I was with you, so, and I listened to the last episode. I'm 100 percent with you. You know, so that's just what it is. You know, <laughs> that's why we're here with it. What do you think? Tell the truth, they turning the music up, so I can't hear nothing y'all saying. Y'all got headphones on, I don't. I, I can't hear nothing that y'all saying right now. That's all. That's all good, bro. <laughs> well, well I'll, I'll speak up a little bit more. <laughs> all right. So, what was the question? Uh, the uh, the tennis player, uh, About the police the tackle thing. Yeah, he got tackled. The police officer and trying and to sue him for definition. Yeah. See, let's us. It's a, it's a open everybody's eyes up. Wherever you work at, you probably got a lawsuit right now, all right? Because they're not doing something that we do not necessarily know that is probably out of Constitution. You know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. my thing is, if you can sit there and tackle a man, be a policeman, and then come back, and you in the wrong, and sue that man, what kind of country do we live in, dude? So I probably got a lawsuit somewhere, but I'm not petty like that to be like, man, I need a quick come up. You know what I'm saying? I might start being big. We need to do some research. I man. need to come up. Yeah. You know, I ain't out here moving and grooving like, like you two cool cats. You know I how much you can up. get for a slip and fall in the store? Man. <laughs> <laughs> but I set up for $5 in a quick pick. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, uh, so let me let me go ahead. Uh, one, one last little uh, sports topic I want to get into. Uh, I initially picked this one up. Uh, so I'll probably talk a little bit more about some other stuff later. This, this is a, a involving Rick Pitino and Adidas. You know, it's still everywhere in there. Uh, the big thing that was put out in the news, huge, is that actually Rick Pitino was receiving 98% of the Adidas contract mm. the previous year. So where basically Rick Pitino got $1.5 million in the contract and about like 25000 went to U of L. Oh, wow. But isn't he trying to sue them now? And that's what I get ready to get to. Rick Pitino actually filed a lawsuit against Adidas now uh, because he is saying because of, you know, what their representative did to send this money to the recruits, it messed up his situation because he's still standing firm saying he didn't know about anything mm-hmm. because Adidas, Adidas terminated their contract with Rick Pitino and Rick Pitino suing them now. Huh. So it's it's still a lot of madness and mess that's going to be coming out with, with the UofL situation and Man, what I say about the situation is um, whatever they got caught doing, it's a part of the game, first of all, man. First of all, <laughs> pay them kids. That's all I'm going to say. They're making millions off of them, uh, especially the blue trip, the blue chip players. You can't sit there and promise me with a scholarship and say that, yo, uh, that's your tuition when I'm only going there for one year or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, pay them kids. Y'all making millions off of them kids. Uh, what Rick Bettino's going through right now is crazy because we sitting here watching what we have built up these last 10 years or whatever. It's now crumbling. It's all falling. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, all I'm going to say is, man, pray for the University of Louisville. Um, 
Uh, Padgett, man, I hope he does a good job. Uh, we just lost our athletic director too, so yeah. it's 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 gonna be interesting. It's gonna I, be real interesting. I think at least for bas, I think basketball is still gonna be good because I I do think that David Padgett is is gonna be a very very well coach for U of L. We're gonna be uh, back playing in Freedom Hall, man. They better take all that from it, us, man. man. They, <laughs> hey, man. They, they what what what's the old uh, old song? Uh, they, they they can't take my dignity. Nah. They can't take the court of spirit, baby. <laughs> and we are going to be there forever. So hey. be honest, man. Give us an NBA team, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's give us a professional team, man. That's all I'm saying. What dudes say on the above the rim? They can't erase what we were. Exactly. <laughs> you can take our banners down, but you can't take away the memory. Right. Hey, man, from my I got heart. it on tape somewhere, man. It happened. You can't take that away. Hey, man. So I'll uh, I'm go ahead and wrap it up again. Definitely do appreciate you guys being on appreciate the podcast you. with yeah, me today. I, I, I'm definitely probably going to see some numbers, you know, from this from this episode. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to give a, 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 another mad shout-out to to all the fans out of, out in the Bay Area and Cali. They show me mad love on the podcast. Yeah, that's what's uh, up. And if you guys uh, go ahead, uh, let everybody know how they can contact you if they want to get in contact with you guys. DJ Slick on everything, DJ S-L-I-K-K on the Legions.com, KYRays.com. DJ Slick on all social media. Uh, I'm DJ Empty Beats all the way through. You know what I'm saying? Everything is DJ E-M-P-T-Y-B-E-A-T-S. Uh, hit that follow button, man. Or just contact me, man. You know what I'm saying? I talk back. Oh, and we have a Legions TV oh, yeah. that comes on uh, right now once a month on Wave 3 if you're in Louisville. Uh, and you can catch our uh, Legions TV on uh, YouTube where we do interviews and all kind of crazy stuff. Man, we got to get you on the show. Hey, man, just, uh, you ask and I'll be there, man. We're we going to set that up and put that in motion for you. That's what's up. I appreciate that, man. See, that's why I rock with y'all, man. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I rock with who rock with me. What's <laughs> up? Uh, so, and, and also, before we go ahead and wrap up, y'all want to send any shout-outs to anybody? You, you know, send some shout-outs if you want to. You know, I just want to give a shout-out to the whole 502, man. I'm telling you, without y'all, I'm nothing. And just shout out to everybody that's ever supported me, everybody that told me, um, keep pushing, man. Like, thank you. That's all I'm going to say. That's what's up. Hey, shout out to Mayfield, Kentucky. Shout out to Bowling Green. Shout out to Louisville. <laughs> all of Kentucky, man. Y'all know how I do. Moving all over everywhere. And, uh, yeah, man, shout out to the whole allegiance, man. Our crew, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we definitely pushing and pushing. Man, and shout out to you, man. You doing big things, yes, man. We we, man, we on the we at the grassroots of this man you know what I'm saying so when y'all, you y'all are in the grassroots when, when they put you in the million million play podcast uh, <laughs> when you get that plaque down you know what I'm saying I'm gonna be smiling because I know we was part of that man you know what I'm saying that is what's up and then my thing also man we will be changing our names next year to international. DJ Empty Beats and International DJ Slick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Get your passport <laughs> game together. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad. You know, I, I did want to send one quick shout out real quick. Uh, uh, member of the Allegiance to AP. She just got a new uh, show with. Uh, yeah, on Wave 3. Yeah, yeah. On Wave 3. Uh-huh. And that's that's dope. That's, yeah. What up, AP? That's, that's just really dope. So. Yeah, yeah. She's, work, she's working really, really hard, man. Very, very dope individual. So, you know, once again, I want to thank all the listeners for, for tuning in for another episode of the Ball and Beats podcast. Thank my two guests, DJ Slick, DJ Empty Beats, for coming through and being on the show with me. Uh, and with all that being said, you know, see y'all the next episode. Come back. All right. Yeah. 
They ain't gonna like you. They ain't gonna like you. I be getting to the money. Everybody mad. I think I'm getting too much money. Everybody mad. Same old name on the block. Same old name with the pot. The same old name from the trap. Everybody hated on them. Then he bounced right back. I just spent a whole lot of time overseas. Double in my money cause you know I won't cheese. a whole lot of that was taken so i shut the up feeling us always knew that i was sick so i had to stay patient taking over summer tell me what's the bid hurt you still cuffing tell me what it is you ain't paying no bills buying no bags buying no heels god damn let a live all i see is 20s If it ain't caught a meal, the whip, I don't want it, but to make this sick to the stomach. I be getting to the money. Everybody mad. I think I'm getting too much money. Everybody mad. Same old name on the block. Same old name with the pot. The same old name from the trap. Everybody hated on her, then he bounced right back. She was second now she wanna give it up fast life ot i'ma live it up now my ex girl trying to make me jealous cause she got a new she don't know that i don't give a i got me a deal but i'm still in the street heard a couple talking like they got beat they forgot sesame teriyaki sauce with the rice on the side sweaty sweet i got all this money on my mom man diamonds in my dial i can't even see the time Please don't let me bang the line And they super extra when them Tough a line All I know is blows Crips Power rules I'm a west side Don't get it up Sick cause they thought I locked up I be getting to the money Everybody man.